0: You are now listening to Sierra Unraveled, hosted by yours truly. I am a single mother who finally released myself from a toxic relationship with the help of God, of course, so I can pursue my wildest dreams. Tune in every week for some crazy stories, real life drama, and motivation to keep going. You got this. welcome back to sierra unraveled shout out to the jazz jousters for letting me use one of my favorite songs by them this week their record label is called millennium jazz music check them out on instagram facebook or at millenniumjazz.bandcamp.com i hope you are having a splendid day if you're not i'm sorry love and hopefully i can at least try to make you laugh tis the season of joy after all Unless you're me and just had the biggest bomb of all drop on your entire life. I'll get to that in a minute. It's pretty heavy stuff. I'm getting better at not swearing, you know. I really wanted to just say shit right now and I didn't. Well, now I did. But besides the heavy stuff going on in my life, I also want to remind you how grateful you should be. One, that you're alive today. Two, you have your health. at least your baby daddy doesn't have a fresh cut tree in their living room with beer cans hanging off of it like ornaments because that's what I'm dealing with over here I told him I'm so glad our daughter doesn't understand because she's not old enough because that's truly just a disgrace his response was I didn't do that does it even matter honey you allowed it to happen and you also live underneath that same roof Okay, so even when you think your life is so bad, I promise it could be so much worse. A lot worse. I hope you're not homeless. I hope you're not starving. I hope your kids are safe and not being neglected. I hope you are still able to stand on your own two feet. Or at the very least, trying to figure out how to do that. That's where I'm at, by the way. I'll hold you up if you hold me. So two weeks ago, on December 5th, my world got twist turned upside down and I'd like to take a minute if you sit right there I'd like to explain how I became the Princess of Bel Air. No, something even crazier, something that has made me want to shut down, something that has made me want to go back into my turtle shell and fall off the face of the planet again which we know is not good for anyone. My regular show publishing got all jacked up a few weeks ago because of this life event. I usually record and edit on Saturdays, and depending on how anal I'm being that particular evening, I sometimes upload late at night, or at the very least, or the very latest, the next day. And one day I'll get it together and record multiple episodes at once, so I never leave you hanging again. However, this reason I shall call it, because I really hate that word excuse is really good. I promise. Drum roll, please. my dad my father showed up at my house like on my doorstep literally i hadn't nor did anyone else hear from this man in about 20 years he went MIA, that's probably where I get this from, being able to like cut people off like they never existed or disappear in the thin air, poof. I'm not saying this is healthy by any means and often I feel really bad about doing it and also think about those people that I leave behind, but at the same time I'm just going to say it's like a mode of protection. That my friend is exactly what he was doing, protecting himself so he could not be hurt anymore. I'd love to go into details about the reason behind why he's been practically absent but we're still sorting all that out over here because honestly it's a hot mess. Although the reasoning does matter a little the most important thing is that he's back in my life now. I am so proud of him for being able to show his face after all of these years. I know it must have taken so much courage and strength. We obviously had a lot of catching up to do. I mean, bust out old yearbooks, flip through photo albums, a lot of talking, some good food, lots of storytelling, and a few city tours later. I think we felt a little better about the situation. It's still very weird thinking this man is just back in my life after he's been gone for so long. But let me just say this, I swear I manifested it. So let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? So obviously my whole life, I've been wondering where my dad went. I had no address for him, I had no phone number, I hardly had any pictures of the guy. Every now and then I would go do like a Google search or Facebook check to see if I could find any lingering remnants of the fella. Nope, I had been told he didn't want to be found. In middle school, I ventured out on some railroad tracks like I always did and decided to call this phone number that was written on the bottom of my shoe that my dad had written many years prior. Those shoes were stuffed in the back of my closet so my mom wouldn't find them and question me. I wasn't a really good liar back then. She likely would've just thrown them away if I said some boy that rode our bus gave me that phone number, or worse, I would've just blurted out, it's my dad's only lifeline. Just light the shoes on fire and throw those flaming suckers straight out the front door, they would've been gone. Okay. so I just. decided to call the phone number that day and went to my cousin's cell, who also did not know where my father had been hiding. Fail. Flip side of all of this is that I was able to get back in touch with his side of the family, which I also hadn't seen in about five years or so. I was fortunate enough to be able to build a relationship with them, although my dad was still missing. During the last few years of high school, still no one had seen or heard from him. Fast forward a wee bit through a few more Google and Facebook investigations into my first year of college. I took a drama and play class, I'm not the actor and this was a little out of my comfort zone to be a silly goose in front of strangers, but you know, what the heck, YOLO! I don't think anyone says that anymore, so that's probably a little dated. (laughs) Anyways, we had a final project due at the end of the semester. We had to write about or act out something that meant a lot to us. And of course, the first thing that pops in my head was finding my dad. Let's try to start this giant college-wide search party for my dad. So pathetic when I think back, but I was determined. I knew a lot of people in college thanks to the curly-headed mixed chicks or girls, whatever you guys called us from sellers. I recorded a YouTube video, the only one I've ever done, about sending out a PSA. I can't find my dad, will you help me? Oh, it was so sad. Poor quality content, high quality message. I think I even started crying during the presentation because I was so embarrassed I had become that desperate to find him. It's funny now, but it really wasn't then. Afterwards, all my classmates that I made laugh all the time came and hugged me and apologized that I had so much hurt, and my professor, who was pregnant at the time, probably had all the hormones in the world, was likely crying right there with me, gave me an A, out of pity, perhaps. Okay, so that was attempt two. Attempt three. Earlier this year, I posted on my Instagram a family photo I had from when we were little, stating, happy Father's Day, still waiting on your side of the story. Since then, the post has obviously been deleted because again, I was embarrassed. However, the same cousin from earlier had reached out to me and given me a phone number that she had thought was my father's. At the time, I didn't have the courage to reach out to him. This was also pre-therapy me. I was not prepared to contact him. I didn't know what I would say, what he would say, what my family or his family would say, how things would be afterwards. It was just too much to process. Attempt four was, starting this here podcast. If you recall, my first episode, I made a cry for help, I guess you could say. Call for help is a better term because it's not like I was crying out for him, but still. And I quote, I said, I haven't seen my dad since I was seven, so if you see that man, let him know I have something to say. Still nothing. Then on December 1st, I started writing a full autobiography, stay tuned, my first full book I'm hoping will be released sometime next year, don't hold your breath though. I wrote down in my manuscript draft. I finally think I've realized why my dad has been gone all these years. And five days later, he showed up to confirm my suspicions. I don't know if you want to call that trippy or an act of God, it surely is and was a miracle. Despite all of my attempts of trying to find him and let him know I would welcome him back into my life with open arms, he was really living off the grid. He had never heard of my podcast, my books, or even seen the YouTube video like it's only been one year dude maybe by year three i would have picked up enough momentum that he would have seen me on TV or heard me talking on the news or seen a billboard like, are you my father? Call this number now. He said himself. He thought Oprah would have called him before we did. I am blessed to have an opportunity to build a relationship with him. Better late than never, as they say. I hold no anger towards him. In fact, it's the exact opposite. I feel at peace, and that's something I've been praying for for a long time. God, please bring me peace, understanding, and clarity. At this point my life I finally realized I couldn't do it alone. All sorts of questions I imagine can come out of this rekindled relationship or family reunion if you prefer to call it. However, one thing that struck me most out of all the conversating that we did which was a lot like full 12 hour shifts of banter for 3 days straight, sun up to sundown The TV didn't come on once, there was a lot of laughter and many tears. So the one thing that he questioned was my singleness and relationship with my daughter's father. Obviously, it sucks, but I know something much, much better is in store for me. He, my dad, was legitimately worried that because of what happened between him and I and my brother, if it has affected my parenting and relationship decisions. Well, most definitely. I wanted a solid home and foundation to raise a family, but also I'm not about to jeopardize my sanity or self-worth anymore or ever again for that matter just to have this picture-perfect, perfect family. I'm also a huge advocate for putting my daughter first and foremost before every single thing in my life. All mf and feelings aside. I think he was pleased with this answer, knowing damn well how hurt he's been trying to live his life without us. I honestly can't even imagine how painful that would be. Shoot, I get depressed the two nights that my daughter goes with her dad. I really feel so bad about this whole situation, even though I know it's not my fault. Overall, I feel kind of numb, but grateful. It's kind of bittersweet, if you will. So even with a huge box of documents to sort through accompanied by lots of pictures and artwork from my brother and I that we made him in our childhood, here I am finding the time to record and get up every day even though I really, really, really want to stay in bed and turn off my phone until Groundhog's Day, which I think is in February. That should be enough time for me to hibernate. I promise I will eat all the snacks, not work out, not work on my next novella, and bathe at least once a week. I'm just kidding, I have bills to pay, mouths to feed, pretty sure that's one of my friend's song I just quoted from back in his rapper days. But in all seriousness, this whirlwind of news has extreme potential to stop me in my tracks and make me bury my head in the sand awaiting the next tidal wave, but I refuse to let that happen. Whatever you are going through, keep fighting. Life will do its best to knock you down flat on your face. People will watch, watch, watch with binoculars and magnifying glasses to see if you fail but who's actually out there uplifting and supporting you me 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 I could jump out of this chair and tell you that I am your girl the place that you are in is not forever unless you let it be the life you want to live is still coming but you have to create it yourself it takes a lot of work and you will have to sacrifice lots of your time but it will be worth it you are amazing you were created for more and to make a difference and I'm telling you right now I need this pep talk just as much as you you do. I want to give up. I want to cry. I want to close my blinds and stop plugging in my damn Christmas tree every day. However, instead, I'm going to nourish my soul, feed my body the nutrients it craves, leave some people on red, limit my scream time, and focus. Growth is usually only recognized on a large scale. People want to see the impact, the end product but they often forget growth also includes failures, setbacks, hiccups, lots of obstacles, and can very well happen on a small scale. You have to want it though. Just take it day by day. Pick one thing from yesterday you want to do better or adjust today. That's it, be gentle with yourself. Lastly, I would like to briefly note that I was helping a mother of a little boy stabilize after making the decision to leave a toxic marriage. She crossed my mind the other day and I fiercely went through all of my messages to try and find her account. I thought our conversation was lost. All of my words of wisdom hope and encouragement to her just gone then i found the messages even worse her account is no more i tried to find her with the little information i had her first and last name her first and middle name actually and a vague description of her occupation she's an rn and has a super common name her son is under the age of one i'd like to keep her anonymous but if you could say a little prayer for her My biggest fear is that she went back to someone that did not treat her well and she has lost her worth. If you're listening, sweet pea, you're in my heart. I wish I had checked in with you sooner. I wish you would have reached out to me before disappearing. I pray he did not find our messages and make you delete your account. You're brave regardless if you decided that you can do it alone or if you want to try and stay with him and make things work for the sake of your babe. I get it, I really do. I hope you are happy, I hope you are safe, and I hope you know that you are not alone. Thanks for tuning into my story and my random rambling this week. Today I ask that you are kind to everyone around you despite how mean they might be to you because you never know what they're going through on the low low. And remember, stop letting them unravel you because only you can unravel yourself. I'll talk to you next week.